Rock and Roll American Football Podcast. Absolute Radio. Welcome to another episode of the Rock and Roll American Football Podcast. It's a bit like rock and roll football, but without the football and the rock and roll. My name is Jay Lawrence. Carter is with me, sort of. How are you, Carter? I'm fine. I am here. I'm actually in London, Jay. Uh, I'm not sure where you have absconded off to uh, for this week three or post week three of the of the NFL season, but I'm where I'm supposed to be. You're where, where you're where supposed you? to be. Uh, Corfu, yeah. mate. Corfu. Corfu. Today's not bad, but uh, yeah, but it's nice. Thank you. How was Lisbon? Because you've just come back from Lisbon, haven't you? Oh, Lisbon was, you know, it was Lisbon. It was, it's not Corfu, you know. I mean, <laughs> I, I mean, people who are rich and famous like you with radio shows, I guess you can just go anywhere you want to go. Cheers, mate. Um, the the uh, what I found funny is I've actually just asked you that before, didn't I? I said how was uh, how was Lisbon, and I think your first reaction was a bit hilly. Which means you're turning very English. You're complaining straight away oh, about something. Man, <laughs> I sh- I should have a bit more of that American optimism. I apologize for that. So as you said, um, we had just passed week three of the NFL. Particularly good week three, I think it was. Uh, let's do a little bit of a sum up. The Rock and Roll American Football Podcast with Jay Lawrence and Carter. Absolute radio. Two three and O heavyweights battle it out this weekend, and two quarterbacks that may represent the future and the future of the NFL, depending how long Tom Brady decides he wants to play for. Bills versus Patriots. Could Josh Allen be the one to finally score a touchdown past the Pats defense? Did you know, Carter? It's not actually happened since last season's AFC Championship game. The defense has not uh, had a touchdown against them since the game against Kansas City all those months ago. We've come to expect that, however, from New England. It's They always deliver in the playoffs. Well, most of the time, they've got a very, very strong track record, particularly in the last decade of delivering in the playoffs. And, I mean, this season, it's been a cakewalk. They haven't played anybody really competitive, so as it, as it is. Antonio Brown might have retired. I don't really want to talk about it because I'm sick of it, frankly, but he says he may no longer play for the NFL team. Honestly, I think most of me says, I'm not that, that fast despite how ah. talented he is. And there's a new quarterback in New York, and his name is Luke Falk. He plays for the Jets, and after Sam Darnold and Trevor Simeon went down with injuries, he is definitely the only quarterback in New York that people are talking about. Okay, so um, <laughs> I, uh, I'm registering w- where you're going with this. Uh, I guess we'll get to this later in the podcast, but I'm pretty sure there might be Another quarterback, Danny Dimes might be his name. I'm not sure. Danny Dimes. I like it. Uh, uh, the new guy, uh, Eli Manning, has been benched. Daniel Jones is under center now for the New York Giants. The New York Giants select Daniel Jones. Oh, no! Why would you do that? Get away. What are you doing? What are you doing? No! In fact, we'll get this over straight uh, with straight away, actually, Carter, because I want to introduce a new feature, a feature that I think is going to be in every week. It might not be, but I just think it'll be here every week. It's called What Were the New York Giants Thinking segment. The What Were the New York Giants Thinking segment. So this is a new feature, Carter. <laughs> what were the New York Giants thinking? I'm going to say that, you know, the third game of the NFL season 2019... Eli Manning was meant to be their starter all along. They bring in Daniel Jones in the third game. Why didn't they just start him from the beginning? He was excellent against the Bucks. 
Yes, he was fantastic against the Bucks, and in fact, he had a really good preseason as well. I believe he had one of the best preseasons, which, I mean, it's the preseason, they're almost practice games, because half the guys playing aren't even on the team once the season starts, but Eli Manning, however poorly he played in the first two games of the season, Giants went to 0-2, he was still our legacy quarterback, took us to two Super Bowls, very well regarded in New York, particularly within the organization. But what you're as... saying then is you're just playing him. You're just playing him because he's been good seasons and seasons ago, and you feel like you owe him. Yeah, we also no one outside of I guess the general manager knew who the heck Daniel Jones was. Didn't know he was going to pan out or anything. And honestly, you couldn't necessarily rely on the preseason as a as a marker as to how he would play in the regular season but his week three start against Tampa Bay Jameis Winston on on the Bucks side had a fantastic game but Danny Dimes came through dropping dimes all over the field I believe he threw for 336 with two touchdowns in addition to two rushing touchdowns you couldn't ask for a better including debate, the game um, winner as well I mean including, including the game, the game the with almost way the only way that that would have been better is if that was actually the winner and they didn't have to rely on a Tampa Bay missed uh, field goal. First quarterback in Giants history to run for two touchdowns and pass for two touchdowns in the same game. So that's fantastic. Uh, and, you know, Giants is a storied organization. I'm excited for this new era, or at least for the beginning of it. It's been one game. Let's see how it goes. And that was the What Were the New York Giants Thinking segment. <laughs> What were the New York Giants thinking segment? Uh, something tells me that uh, that might uh, come back in the future uh, when uh, Danny Dimes ends up rubbish uh, or something else happens. <laughs> we'll end up. Uh, in fact, uh, speaking of uh, speaking of teams, Carter, that you know could end up being better or could end up uh, you know going to the going to the toilet over the next uh, the next few weeks. I think three games is an interesting number of games to actually look at a team because I think it's fair to say that you know some of them have, they've, they've shot out the blocks. And you can kind of get a sense on who they are and what they want to be. And others, they do end up going slowly. And the first three games, we'll look back in you know, 10 weeks' time thinking that does not represent the team whatsoever. So I want to know uh, how certain teams could only get better and how certain teams could only get worse. This team could only get better if... I'd like you to start, Carter. Oh, that's a great... That's great. I, so... This one's pretty easy because of the teams that you mentioned that I've just I've been flying out of the blocks here. Uh, two teams come to mind. One, home of the you know last season's MVP, Pat Mahomes, KC, uh, flamethrower so far this year. But the team for me that could only get better uh, is is New England. I mean, as in they could only get better if. For example, I don't know. They played somebody competitive this year because it's been. You mentioned the stat at the, at the top of the of the podcast, but I small little little math I did here, which is not at all extravagant. But the the Pats have scored more points this. I'm mean, sorry, they have allowed more points in this year than the Miami Dolphins, who are on the exact opposite end of the league, have scored themselves which is absolutely nuts. I believe they scored 106 points so far this year, as opposed to allowing only 17. I mean, it's it's week three. They haven't really played anybody competitive. They're looking like the Patriots of, you know, the 16-0 and 0, uh, uh, fashion. And I think, I mean, the only way they're going to get better is if they actually play someone competitive because they might just fall asleep. 
That's a very that's an interesting point actually. But that's the the problem with being in the uh, the division that they're in, and, and historically with the Buffalo Bills and the, with Miami Dolphins, uh, as you say, uh, and the New York Jets as well. You know, New York Jets, as I mentioned before, they are literally down to their third quarterback right now. Uh, it looks like Sam Darnold might get back into the fold quicker than anticipated from his bout of mono. Um, but still, you know, that's <laughs> not you know you're not looking at the cream of the crop of the AFC right there, are you, Buffalo? Bills, to their credit, three and zero. They have. I was going to say the Bills are three and zero this year. Yeah, they've been interesting. And Josh Allen, I think, is an interesting quarterback because sometimes you get the sense that he could be so good, and then sometimes he isn't. But their defense is looking solid. Actually, out of all of the games this coming weekend, that is the one that excites me the most because I think that that is the one where potentially we might get an upset. Yeah, I agree with you. I think the Bills' defense has been rock solid this year. I agree on Josh Allen. He's a bit inconsistent, although he had some beautiful throws in that game, uh, in, in his Week 3 game. I do think if someone in that division is going to give the, the Pats a run for their money, I still think that New England's going to win the division, but I do think the Bills this upcoming uh, week is, are going to give them a tough time. Any teams that you think could, you know, if this team could get better, they would do this or worse? Right, even. okay. I think this is going to come across actually is quite offensive and I don't to the team when I kind of I, I think that you'll you'll understand it because I think that actually it's on a similar long similar similar lines to what you were getting at to be honest but not with the New England Patriots but with the Dallas Cowboys Ooh, now yeah. yeah this team can only get better if the Dallas Cowboys could only get better if the teams they played were actually okay because I know that <laughs> I feel like you know and I know that you're a New York Giants fan but I think that are they flattering to deceive a little bit because they could they, they currently their offense is looking rock solid and it's got you know they've got amazing parts I mean Amari Cooper's been excellent since he joined you've got uh, Ezekiel Elliott of course who is you know incredible uh, and then you've got Dak Prescott who's who's playing out of his skin at the moment he's actually I seems because the one thing that I think that I'm from watching Dak the past couple of seasons is his occasionally his accuracy was not what it could be but I think it's it's up there but let me just read you the last three teams that they played and I know you're going to get all uppity about this so I apologize <laughs> right so they played uh, the Giants in the first game uh, now, yeah. the Giants are Giants. Sorry, you know, at the moment, they're not looking the best. Red That's Eli was our quarterback, by the way. We've got a new one now. We're doing better. One game down. Uh, <laughs> the, the second game, uh, the Washington Redskins, who are, uh, you know, they've lost all their games as well. So you've got oh, the Washington Redskins, and then you've got the Miami Dolphins. Now, I know that, I'm, I know that what you're going to say to this next bit their next game is against the Saints. <laughs> and as a Saints fan, it definitely comes across as whatever for me saying this. But that's actually going to be their biggest test in the Superdome. Yeah, it's going to be their biggest test so far this year. Definitely win. I mean, I'll be honest. Giants' first two, two weeks of the season, rubbish team. You like that usage? Rubbish? Rubbish. Yeah, I like it. Uh, that was Doesn't sound right? the same on you, I don't think. Uh, no, Say no, it again? doesn't at all. Uh, so they're trash. And yes, the, uh, garbage. <laughs> <laughs> I, Dolphins, that's ridiculous. And I, I, so I, I agree with you, actually. I'll, you know, Teddy Bridgewater, week three, not a, another, a better week, but not a great week. Saints, uh, you, they're going to be a test. Uh, how long a test? 
how, how, well, uh, how, how many questions? Well, I could speak. To, I could speak about the, uh, the the Saints all day, but what I will say is that um, you know Drew Brees is out. You know Drew Brees is Drew Brees, and he's an incredible quarterback. But um, there are other units to the uh, New Orleans Saints, especially um, well, their defense has, has, has played incredibly well the last game. But when we're talking about the offense, when you've got Michael Thomas and particularly Alvin Kamara as well, that's you know that's not the worst place to be. Uh, what about um, could this team could only get worse? Now oh, I think I know where you're going to go with this one. I'm not going to lie. There's only one team that shout that that jump out. Am I right? I'm I'm pretty sure everyone who watches the NFLs knows who I'm going to say next, and that's the Miami Dolphins. They, I mean, my goodness, the the only team they, they could only get worse if if they just didn't show up. I think that's the only way they could get worse if that's half their so team, sassy. if the whole like special teams just didn't show or if the defense was like caught at a local eatery or something they just didn't make it out to the game or something i here's a here's a fantastic set i read something about the pats earlier but the the dolphins have allowed 133 points in three games ouch i, I that don't can't be right. i don't 133 points in three uh, games if i did my math correctly they've They've only scored 16 points, which is less than the amount that the Pats allowed, which I mentioned earlier. But they've allowed 133 points. It's only been three games. Like I, I don't know what I don't know what the Miami Dolphins organization is doing. But if depending on how Week Four went, I would consider refunding some tickets. I'm not gonna lie. I don't some know folks, how you can be a Miami Dolphins fan right now, especially you know tough. a season ticket holder. You gotta yeah. be uh, you gotta be fuming. Yeah, they'll be glad that Miami's got great weather and that's it. Well, to some be other fair, things. The, the one thing that I was going to say was actually to do with the Miami Dolphins as well. I have got another one, but I'll give you the one that I was going to say anyway. This was Miami Dolphins could only get worse if they accidentally traded all their accumulated first-round picks back for Ryan Tannehill. You know, <laughs> they get rid of him, and then, do you know what? That's Ryan good. Tannehill has one That's good game good. for the Titans or something, and then suddenly let's we'll, we'll take him back uh, because we need three below par quarterbacks on our roster apparently. <laughs> <laughs> but I tell you what, I'll give you this one as well. Um, this might be a bit unfair. The Tennessee Titans offense could only get worse if they just didn't have a quarterback, and that is so mean against. Uh, Marcus Mariota because he's not the worst quarterback in the world okay how about this Tennessee Titans offense could only get more boring if they didn't have a quarterback I I, you know what I support this I I don't think Marcus Mariota he's on that cross he's been in the league where he and Jameis Winston were the same class so we're talking about like maybe five years in yeah four or five years four or five years in four or five seasons he he's not delivering consistently enough uh, now, I will say that his week three game, he was sacked, I believe, it was nine times. So we're talking about Titans can't get him any protection whatsoever. He's also probably not getting rid of the ball enough. But, I mean, if you you, you can't pass if you're on your ass is what we've always Excuse said. Me? For, <laughs> Excuse me. I, I was hesitant to say that. but You knew I'd jump you, on it. You just yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you, he can't. He can't pass if he's on his ass, which you know, is he needs. Ass, I'm afraid. Oh my gosh! You know what used to really <laughs> annoy me um, when I was uh, when I was younger. You know the TV show um, Jackass that was uh, very popular. Oh uh, yeah, MTV. That? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, Jackass. Yeah. Now, obviously, you guys got that over here? Yeah, yeah, we got it over here. Now, over, uh, over. You know, when you're in the states, what do you call it? What's the TV show called? 
Jackass. Now, what do we call it? I don't know what you call it. Well, people, I remember loads of people used to call it jackass, and it just does not sound right, does it? No, it's not the same. It's jackass, the same. it sounds like a, a posh British version that just didn't do uh, anywhere near <laughs> as well. And there was nothing posh about that show. In, no, not whatsoever. Anyway. But I think that, you know, you get what I'm saying when it comes to the Titans offense. If I just think that, like, if you're thinking is... If you're a Tennessee fan, you're living in Nashville, you're going out, you're enjoying some country music, you're yep. having a few drinks, you're, you're enjoying your life down there. It's a you know, beautiful part of the world. Great. They're knocking over flamethrowers on the yeah. field before, oh, which the, has been before banned the game now. starts. I, I called that, I, I think did. I had that last week, which is there's no more of that until they figure out apparently the proper uh, operating uh, procedures for flamethrowers and NFL pregame shows. My goodness. Why? Is it, we won't go into it. But it just seems absurd to me. Anyway, you know, if you're okay, you're, you're enjoying the fire. You're enjoying the. Uh, you're, you're enjoying the. Uh, <laughs> the extra the heat at the end of at the end of the summer. Yeah. Exactly. You're enjoying you know your time living in Tennessee, lovely part of the world, and then you're just watching somebody. You're thinking, is the next like ten, fifteen years of my life supporting the Tennessee Titans going to be just you know passing it like one one yard? And you know, watching the other the, watching the game the other day between the Titans and. Uh, the Jag, the Jags, the, the the Jag was eventually won. I know the that Jag- Nick Foles is out, but the the, Jag- uh, so the Jaguars, wow. the Jaguars eventually won. <laughs> but you know, and I will, will I mean, we're going to get onto him a bit later because I feel like we need to get our weekly update. But when you've got Gardner Flint Minshew the second there, you know, just just throw in, <laughs> you know, thirty yards, you know, amazing, like great touchdowns, and then you've got Marcus Mariota at the other end, and it's not all his fault. I know this, but it's still, it doesn't make me feel in particularly excited if I was a Titans fan no no I wouldn't be I wouldn't be excited I would have been more excited to see I mean he gets full name treatment we, give, we threw his old government name out there Gardner Flint Minshew the second what do you think but Marcus Mariota's middle name is Marcus Mariota I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Wilson Ooh, okay. I don't know why let's have a look oh no I'm not gonna be able to pronounce this oh, do you remember how it? I couldn't pronounce um uh, Alabama quarterback to a tech. Tongue, keep, keep going. To I'm a, here for you. I'm here a, for support. I'm here to support you through this trying time. To a. <sighs> I'm looking Jeez. at it. I can't. Tagovia. It's not tag. What is it? Tagliatelli. That's a pasta. <laughs> That's not. Pasta. It's not that. Uh, uh, Tagovailoa. Right. Okay. So. All right, so Marcus, Marcus Mariota. Mariota is Marcus Ardell. He's got four names. Too late. It's it's pronounced, or it looks as if it's pronounced Tau Launiu Mariota. So oh, wow. you're Marcus Wilson Mariota. Not quite right. Not even close. No. Okay, so do you remember how um, the other day uh, we had? Um, on the other, the first episode, I think we had uh, uh, Absolute Radio's Ben Burrell come on and do um, and answer some NFL questions for us, and you gave him a little grade. Yeah, um, yeah I did. Strong C plus, Ben. I C remember. plus. I think that was fairly decent. You know. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty good. It was pretty good. Now I thought we'd uh, get on another couple of presenters from uh, Absolute Radio. This time we'll do uh, Home Times, uh, Andy Bush and Richie Firth, Bush and Richie. Uh, they're on uh, every weekday from four o'clock on all of Absolute Radio's uh, stations. Now, Bush is actually a bit of a fan of the uh, the NFL already. So, what I thought would be better is if Bush was the that uh, he did the Q and Richie did the A. Okay. Let's see how it went. This is exciting. 
Right then, it's Bush and Richie here from the Hometime Show. Uh, Bush, I'm going to be asking the questions. Richie, you are the contestant. You ready I'm for ready, this? I'm ready, I'm ready. How would you describe your uh, knowledge of American football overall? I have been to uh, some of the London Series games at Wembley. Oh, so you, you, you're in the know a bit. Yeah, and uh, I loved Friday Night Lights. Okay. Um, and that's about it. Okay, well, I like that. I think you're well prepared for this particular test. Are you ready? Yeah. Who is your pick for the Super Bowl? Uh, I'm going to go LA Rams to go a step closer than they did last year. Look at that. little, Just a little flash of knowledge there for you. What was your favourite aspect of Gardner Flint Minshew II? My, uh, my favourite aspect of it? Yes. Of... Gardner Flint Minshew II. That's what I thought you said. Um, my favourite aspect, I've got to be honest, life's all about labels. It's the name. I think it's a great name. Gardner Flint Minshew II sounds like some kind of knee injury you can get. What is it? I don't know what it is. Oh. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. I like NFL, I've never heard of it. Uh, is it inevitable that the Chiefs quarterback, Patrick Mahomes, will win MVP? Uh, no, not at all. No, you look at any sports. Um, it's, you know, we're talking at the beginning of the season here. People may think that's the case, but sport is a theatre without script. It's going to unfold yeah. in a completely different way than people will think. Uh, if Absolute Radio were an American football team, who would the quarterback be and who would be the kicker? Blake Bortles. Uh, would be the quarterback. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah? Yeah. And uh, the uh, the kicker <laughs> the kicker uh, would be um, uh, Owen Farrell. Owen Farrell. Uh, what's the best snack to watch the NFL with, Richie? Um, whisper Bites. Uh, <laughs> you can now listen to Home Time and all of Absolute Radio's little sister stations, Absolute 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, noise, classic rock. But which decade was best for the NFL and why? Um, when the Dolphins were at their best. My that, brother lives in Miami. That, that Channel 4 era of uh, Dan Marino. Exactly. All that's, that what, kind of stuff. that's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking of Dan Marino's little uh, uh, cameo appearance in the first Ace Ventura film and all that kind of thing. Uh, I'm thinking that. Obviously, Super Bowl was going to be in Miami this year. Uh, so you know, I, I know that. I know, I'm not about that pincer movement thing, but I know my NFL. Uh, pincer movement. And finally, who is the GOAT? Uh, Leona Graham. Leona Graham, of course, is uh, from the No Repeat Guarantee on Absolute Radio, and I think I'd have to agree with uh, Bush and Richie there. She is the GOAT. How did you think uh, Richie did? Because uh, I'd say that it was 50-50. Hmm. 50? Yeah, yeah, i give him 50-50. I, I thought his answers were pretty solid. I think uh, not, as, not as funny as Ben's last one. Ooh, I think the he sass. Said- I, I think uh, there was something a bit about the Saints. Uh, do you remember that comment he made? Something oh, for about God's sake. Something Stop about it. the Saints, New Orleans, beignets, well, something like he said crumbling. That, like He said that he'd name an NFL team the New Orleans Croissants because they crumble under pressure. And I'll tell right. you this, in that third game, did we crumble? If anything, we were the baker. <laughs> we we, we created it from the beginning. <laughs> we had it from the beginning. <laughs> Uh, you know what? I'm going to give you that. Richie said the Rams, though, didn't he? He said the Rams. Uh, he he pitched them as the team that were going to win the Super Bowl. That kind of proves that he sort of knows what he's talking about, though, doesn't it? I don't think so. I think the. Um, <laughs> I think the, I I didn't mean that, Richie. I mean, if if you're listening, Richie, I I, I didn't mean like that. Uh, Rams had a fantastic offense last year. The, the defense is, is doing a bit better. Richie also said the following sentence. 
Uh, what's the best snack to watch the NFL with, Richie? Um, whisper bites. Oh, jeez. Okay, I got a question about this. What makes these bites so quiet? Why? Why whisper? <laughs> why are they whispering? You don't know what whisper bites are, do what's, you? What's a whisper bite? Chocolate. Chocolate. Why don't you just call them chocolate? Because it's a brand. Oh. He's obviously like a massive fan of whisper bites, and he thinks, you know what really goes well with watching uh, the Tennessee Titans' lackluster offense? And, whisper uh, bites. Some whisper bites. Jeez. Future sponsor of the podcast. He did say <laughs> he did say something quite nice, though, and I, I, he, he said that... Um, Sport is a theatre without script. It's going to unfold yeah. in a completely different way than people will think. You know what, Richie? I'm going to give you credit for that one. That's that's very beautiful. Did he did he quote? I can't remember if he quoted someone on that. If uh, that's straight from him, he seems like a very wise gentleman, though. So I'm going to give him the credit. I have no idea if that was him or if he if he got it from you know the sport version of Shakespeare or whatever. Uh, yeah. But it's still pretty decent. The last yeah. thing that I'll, I'll I'll point before you need to give him a grade. By the way, the last thing that I'll uh, point out to you is that they both stumble quite heavily on our man Gardner Flint Minshew the second. They yes. didn't know who he was. They, they, I also didn't know. I mean, at the very least, they need to know his, about his mustache, which is apparently is very nice. Yeah, because I said, "What's your favorite aspect?" That was the question. Yeah, and, and they, they said they did. They didn't know what it was. It. I. Okay. Not as good as Ben. Richie, interesting. I thought he was better I, than Ben. Go on, please go. I'm gonna. I'm. Explain. I still give. I give Ben the edge uh, for his New Orleans. <laughs> Croissant comment. So I'm gonna give I'm gonna give Richie a strong C. Not quite C plus. Strong C. It was good. It strong was good. C. Okay. Strong C. Well, we'll Indeed. get um, we'll get Bush to have a go at some point, or maybe he can join us on the podcast at some point, and we can give him a live quiz of some sort and see how well he does and see if he can crumble under the pressure. Maybe <laughs> we'll find out. Um, actually, um, speaking of uh, Gardner Flint Minshew the second. I feel like uh, I mean I do feel like we need to retire him because he does feel like the mascot at the moment of uh, of the podcast. But I've got one thing I do want to tell you about him. I don't know if you've seen this already. So okay. Gardner Flip Minchu the second Jaguars quarterback came in after Nick Foles got injured. Uh, he's actually had an offer recently, and I've just sent you right now an email. We are not in the same place. No. I've just sent you an email. Jeez. If you could please open it. And if you could please read it out loud for me. Jeez, I've got admin too? This is getting ridiculous here, boys. Uh, 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 Mr. Gardner Minshew, I wanted to reach out and introduce myself. I'm the VP of Cam Soda, a leading adult camming site. I happened to come across several articles stating your affinity for doing band exercises in the locker room and only your jockstrap and or naked. Not sure if that's proper grammar, but being that you are now the starting quarterback of the Jacksonville Jaguars, I wanted to reach out to see if you'd be interested in teaming together with us. Now, I'm going to pause here for a second. Uh, that takes some onions, Cam Soda. I'm not going to lie. That's impressive. Seeing, I, I don't know why this guy would go for this. He's a millionaire right now. He's playing, he's arguably the hottest quarterback in the league. Uh, our hottest new quarterback in the league outside of Danny Dimes not sure if he wants to start a cam show in between his uh, his weekly practices but you know since Halloween tough day in the UK we're going to find out how that goes is fast approaching we'd love for you to be the official brand ambassador of our penis puppet line 
folks, I'm not making this up. <laughs> I am reading this uh, verbatim from <laughs> who the heck wrote this? This is is this real? This is real. Mr. Darren Parker, Vice President of Cam Soda, wants Gardner Flint Minshew the second to serve as the official brand ambassador for the folks. This is a scientific term, penis <laughs> pump line, which apparently Cam Soda launched in 2017. It's a knit costume that fits over your penis, and testicle <laughs> is the proper anatomical term. I won't use what they use here, and is available in several styles: watermelon elephant and vampire okay <laughs> this year we plan on there's there's new designs folks and you can guess jay one of the new designs yep. is a jaguar yes i that's what we wanted here's the here's the bit here which is they're offering this guy a million dollars for this endorsement that's i don't know about you I'm intrigued. The Rock and Roll American Football Podcast. Rate, review, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Absolute Radio. So I put this thing out on uh, on Twitter at RNR American the other day, uh, Carter, um, because um, Patrick Ho- Patrick Mahomes. I think it's fair to say he's a pretty decent kind of player, and you know, as Richie said earlier, it's not set in stone that he necessarily is going to be the MVP this year but he's definitely the front runner for the Kansas City Chiefs isn't he he's I arguably agree. having a better season than his first as starter he was Oof. MVP last year it's incredible so um, yeah. the big question that I asked on uh, on Twitter right which sequels are better than the first so um, I'll give Ooh. you some I'll give you some of the answers that people said and you can give me your opinion on these alright uh, so uh, thank you very much to James for getting in contact who said the Empire Strikes Back um, I would, yeah, yeah. Is this a Star Trek reference? Star Wars? Have you never, Star, you never watched Star, Star Wars? Starfighter? Who's who stars are no, these? you're taking Who's the mix, though, aren't you? You've watched Star Wars, haven't you? I've seen I've seen the Star Wars. The uh, the first war was uh, challenging. Uh, second one, I'm glad, is uh, the 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 dark side one. The second second Star no, Wars. No, the Empire Strikes Back. No, I don't actually know if you're jo- if you're joking or if you're being serious and feeling awkward about it. That's, <laughs> I have seen a film, a Star Wars film. Is that it? I I don't know which one. I saw I saw a recent one. It's the one with um, um, the young lady. She's uh. But, but that means you've never seen the old ones from like the seventies. Well, they're old. I, why didn't I see the new ones? They wow. came out recently, right? Wow. That, yeah. Wow. Well, what do you th- do? Do you think do, wow. you've seen this? I I I don't I don't know. My Alice uh, got in touch as well, saying Legally Blonde 2. Oh, I've seen this. Oh my God, um, you've not seen Star Wars. I, you you know you what, Alice? Alice, Alice, so just to, conf- just to be clear, Alice said that the Legally Blonde 2, Bruiser's Bill, was better than the first. Is that what she's saying? That's not actually what it's called, is it? I believe it's Legally Blonde 2, Bruiser's Bill. That's when she graduates from law school and then goes to D.C. She moves to Washington, D.C. to uh, become a policymaker, I'm pretty sure. Legally Is Blonde that... 2, Red, White, and Blonde. What oh, did you call so... it? Bruiser's oh. Bill. Oh, okay. So, small tidbit. Bruiser is her dog, I think, in the film. And the bill that she goes to pass, Red, White, and and blue, a uh, red, bl- red, blonde, and blue, red, white, and blonde. Yeah, I me- I messed it up. Anyways, in the in the movie, Bruiser's bill is a bill that she wants to pass to protect 
uh, domesticate animals against like uh, testing for something. Um, so you've not seen sure. Star Wars, but you've seen Legally Blonde too. You know, Jay, technically I've seen them both. And let me tell you, that's good cinema there. I, I appreciated Legally Blonde, uh, the first one. Really enjoyed it. Uh, and, the, and the second one I enjoyed as well. Although, Alice, I'm going to disagree with you. I think the first one is better. Danny. Best sequel is 22 Jump Street. Everything from how self-aware it is as a sequel, to the ice cube puns, to the big plot twist slash uh, reveal halfway through as well. Uh, it's the ultimate sequel. And do you know what my response to that would be? Uh, hopefully it's similar to my response. What's yours? Mine is, uh, I've got to agree because it was filmed. Where was it filmed, Carter? Oh, 20... Oh, I have no clue well, where it was, it was filmed. was Tulane University. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to tell you that not only is that the best sequel of all time, it's up there in one of the best films of all time. Oh, jeez. My goodness. 22 Jump Street. Who's that with? Who, who's... Is that Jonah Hill? Yeah, that's right. Jonah Hill and Channing Tatum. Oh, yeah. Oh, Ice Cube is in there. Shout out to my man. Yeah, Ice- exactly. Oh, not my man. I, I don't know say, Ice you know, Cube. Do you know Ice Cube? I don't know Ice Cube, no. But he's Ice, he's Ice Cube. He's, you know. And finally, The Padre on Twitter says, and I think that this is good because they've got this right, but they're so close to getting it wrong. The Godfather Part 2. Ooh. Better than the first. Thankfully not The Godfather Part 3. No. No, that sequel is not better than the second. I, oof. I think it's debatable. Which is better? I prefer the first because that's the the foundational one. Although the second one was very good, it's very very good. And last, can't uh, believe, can't believe you haven't seen Legally Blonde too. My goodness. So out fun. of this whole out of this whole podcast, the, the the most shocking thing that has been said is that you're you're upset that I've not seen Legally Blonde too. <laughs> you know what? Th- th- fair. I. Uh, shall I, I tell you what? I'll y- do it now. Shall I? I'm in Corfu. Everyone else is gonna have dinner or whatever, and I'll just sit down and I'll watch Legally Blonde too. Take time. It's on streaming services. Someone's got to have it. If you haven't seen the first, folks, check that out, too. It's funny. Quite comical. Nice light film to have with you in Corfu. I may or may not have it on my desktop. I, you know, I <laughs> when you're having a bad day, where do, where do you turn? You turn to Elle Woods and her, uh, her consistent... Uh, I don't even know what happens in it. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> not going to lie. Um, i tell you what we'll do, uh, as we always uh, finish every single podcast with Don't Want to Be an American Idiot, we uh, ask you the big questions, Carter, not necessarily to do with the NFL. Sure. This time around, oh, if you want to uh, give us your suggestion, by the way, just give us a tweet at R&R American. Uh, this time around, as I'm in Corfu, I've actually asked my girlfriend's mum. So uh, this is Fiona. Fiona says... Hi, Carter. Tell me, why does um, American chocolate taste like sick? Taste like sick? What's sick? American chocolate, I guess. Why does American chocolate taste like sick? When you say it tastes like sick, or I should be... Vomit. Vomit. You guys call vomit sick. Oh, where I'm from, sick is a... Is ill. Is a, is, is a, yeah. Like we also use sick as in, like, you know, saying, like, oh, mate, that's bear sick. And it means very good. Oh, we, we do that too, which is why I was, I was also, I was going back and forth. Okay. Apparently, Fiona thinks that America has terrible chocolate and it tastes like sick, a.k.a. vomit. 
Uh, Fiona, uh, the answer to your question is, I don't have an answer to your question because I'm pretty sure our chocolate tastes pretty good. I don't know. What sort of chocolate are you eating, uh, Fiona? I've had, I've been in the UK a while. I've had your, uh, your, your Cadbury. Is that, is that an English, English chocolate brand? I've had, um... What's some other chocolate treats that you guys have here? What are, what are, what are these things? I've Whisper had. Bites. Whisper Bites. I uh, have not had those. Um, can't say I am looking forward to trying it. But I don't, have you had American? You were in New Orleans for however long you were. I'm sure you'll remind us in about 35 seconds. Have, <laughs> you, have you had American chocolate? And do you think it tastes like sick all I can say in this situation, I'm afraid, Carter, is that my opinion is not in, not valid. I am merely the messenger. I am you merely know, somebody that is taking somebody's thoughts, giving right. them to you, and, and awaiting a response. So exactly. All yeah, I'm so saying is if you can give us a three-bullet point answer, yeah. why does chocolate from America taste like steak? And I appreciate that, Jay, but I'm going to press you on this one. <laughs> I, you've spent some time in the United States. You've had a bunch of chocolate. Apparently, that's what you know. English people eat during football uh, games. Yeah. Do, do you, would you agree with Fiona's assessment of American chocolate? Uh, she's my girlfriend's mother, so I, yes, I absolutely agree with everything I may. that she says. <laughs> <laughs> well, folks, there you have it. Um, for Jay's sake, you know what, Fiona? This is one of the few times I'm going to agree with Jay on this. <laughs> I hear in Corfu, there oh, are... Uh, there are chocolate is just as you know it's okay. Can I tell you it's something mediocre. that I found a bit strange in, uh, in at the risk of talking about this subject um, at length? Uh, again, at length is not not, not possibly the best uh, phrase to use when I'm talking about this. There are oh, a lot of painted wooden ding dongs, as in male ding dongs everywhere. You can go. And, you can just go and buy them in the shop. You know what? In Corfu. Yeah, like you just go painted to the shop. wooden ding dongs. Yeah, you know, like you know, ding dongs. What is? Do they taste like sick as well? Have you tried no. them? I don't know. <laughs> so, you don't know a what question. a ding dong is, do you? That's a ding. A ding dong is a is a is a snack. A ding dong is a snack in the United States. I, I think so. Yeah, is but it? ding dong isn't what I meant. I meant, I meant uh, a willy. Oh, who's willy? I don't understand this. <laughs> who's? What? Oh, oh. You mean a? You mean the? <laughs> these are all euphemisms for the anatomical word, which is penis. Is that what you're saying, Jay? Do you know what? It just ruins the. It ruins the joke when you <laughs> you straight up go. As soon as the word anatomical is mentioned, it just becomes like a biology lesson. The Rock and Roll American Football Podcast with Jay Lawrence and Carter. Absolute Radio. Uh, and that's about it for the uh, the Rock and Roll American Football Podcast for today. Next week, um, we're going to be back in the studio. Oh, look at us. Uh, you are. You're in London next week, right? I could. I need to check my schedule, Jay. No, you're Sometimes. in London. Sorry, well, I'm changing it. Uh, you're in London next week we'll be in the studio next week uh, and you can always um, go and uh, do, do us a favour rate, review and subscribe uh, wherever you get your podcast from uh, rate us 5 out of 5 that would be absolutely lovely and when it gets to the review bit um, we will be um, doing this in the next few weeks we're going to take a look at what um, everybody has said and then we'll see how it's all panning out in regards to if you could please let us know who you think the MVP of the season so far is uh, you can, and then we'll work out 
uh, if people have got a good idea about it or if people think that, you know, Terrell Suggs is the uh, MVP of the year so far. Not that he's rubbish, but... I was going to say, I, I mean, he's not terrible, but no. not an MVP. But first player that came into my mind, to be honest with you. I hear that. Luke Falk, then. Is that better? Sure. I would have thought of Danny Dimes, but, you know, that's hey, just... You like I'm him. A, you like I'm him. A, yeah, we'll be back uh, next Wednesday morning, wherever you get your podcast from. And remember, uh, when you're feeling down, lonely, and your team aren't doing so good, remember the words of our one and only Richie Firth. Sport is a theatre without script. It's going to unfold yeah. in a completely different way than people will think. Not that quote. This one. Um, Whisper Bites. The Rock and Roll American Football Podcast. Absolute Radio.